is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. How to start a morning running routine. So I just want to start today off by saying that I am not naturally like a morning person. I am not one of those people that just naturally was like, oh, cool, I love mornings. Like, in fact, um, I think I can remember being in first grade and having trouble waking up in the morning and like my mom coming to wake me up and me like complaining, I don't want to go to school and like rolling around. And I've always had a terrible relationship with an alarm clock and any of my roommates, my husband will tell you that I'm not, I'm not a natural morning person. I just, it's not like, it's just not in me, but pushing myself and challenging my challenging myself to work out in the morning. Um, that's been a routine that I've had for a while. And there'd been times that it, it wasn't there for sure, but I know that I feel my best when I get a workout done first thing in the morning when I get it done. Um, my energy levels, everything is just different when I have it done first thing in the morning. So we're going to go over some ways how to kind of become a morning person. And if you're someone who is like, you know, if you're, if you're starting to run, you're going to notice things, uh, that you've never been able to do before, right? Like that's just, that's part of growing is, and getting stronger is you're going to do things that you've never done before. So you don't have to write this off and say, Oh, that's never for me, but like kind of listen, give some things a try. Um, and just notice how you feel. So we'll get in. Let's get into it. So number one, you have to write it in your schedule. You have to write it into your calendar. Um, you have work, like work is a no brainer. You already know that you're going to work every day. That's just a thing that you have to do. And so we really want to start thinking about running or working out as something that you're going to do for yourself. You do, you do stuff for other people, probably 80% of the day. Uh, and stuff for yourself is really small, basic stuff. Like I brush my teeth for myself. I shower, I bathe myself. So let's start to think about things that you want to do for yourself. Okay. You have to write it in your calendar. If it's not in your calendar, it's not going to get done. Um, I, I know this, like with, uh, training, if training is not written into my, written into my calendar, it doesn't exist. I don't even know that, that it's there. It's just floating around. There's so many things. So that's the first thing that I want you to do is write it down in your calendar. So after you're listening to this podcast, grab your calendar and write it down. Like, are you going to run, uh, tomorrow? Are you going to run the next day? Write it in your calendar so that it's there. And then maybe use a different color, like highlight it. Like this is my self-care time. Like pink is self-care time, you know, and see, but put work in there and see how much of your day you spend on work and how much of your day you spend on yourself and see how much of your day you spend doing like mindless crap, like watching Netflix, scrolling on social media. Um, I don't know, reading magazines. I don't know what people do, but like, great. And I'm not, again, I'm not going to demonize those things, but those things like scrolling on social media and watching Netflix eat up so much of our time. That's like a big thing when clients come to me and they're like, cool, I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to, uh, exercise or move my body. And then we kind of open it up a little bit and we find out, well, actually like here's where a lot of the time is being eaten up and it's by scrolling on social media or plopping down on the couch after work and watching Netflix. And again, I'm not saying that you're a bad person because <laughs> those things have definitely come into my life too, but it's like, cool, if you want something new, you have to do something different. You kind of have to make that shift, that trade-off. 
Um, it can be fun to watch a couple shows on TV, but it can be like, oh, watching seven hours of it. Not so fun. So that is the first thing. Write it in your calendar. This is your self-care time. So two, we're going to talk more about that, shifting your language about why you're doing it. If you are telling yourself, I'm going to you know, run in the morning or I'm going to work out in the morning so that I can lose weight, it can feel really damaging. And you're going to get, I mean, you're just going to get to a point where you just don't care anymore. We always think like, okay, no, I'm going to, I'm going to just be this really disciplined person. And I'm going to get to this place where I just like love being skinny and I just love all these things. And then we find out like, actually, no, this isn't really that sexy and this isn't that fun. And this feels gross and I hate this now. And we stop caring about losing weight because we're like, well, you know, whatever, this is just how I look. And you know, my significant other still loves me as my body is. So we just stop caring. And I like, if you get to that place, I love it. More power to you. Right. But the movement, those habits, those kind things that we're doing for ourselves, like exercising, you can go about it in a way that was actually beneficial to your body and not damaging. It's not damaging your relationship with your body. So we really want to shift your language about why you are running. Instead of saying, I'm working on a weight loss goal, start thinking of it like, okay, cool. I'm moving my body because my body loves to move. My body loves to feel challenged. I like to get stronger. I like to get mentally stronger. So start shifting your language and start noticing what, how you're talking about this. The other piece with that, when you do run in the morning, you do work out in the morning, start to notice how is your body feeling afterwards? How are you feeling the rest of the day? Are you feeling energized? Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling motivated, right? So then we can, again, start to shift and start to think about exercise or running and movement is something that we do for our bodies and not against our bodies. We're not in a fight with ourselves. We're not trying to damage ourselves. We're not trying to take away from ourselves. We're adding in things to our life and into our self-care routine. All right, the next thing, number three, um, how to start a morning routine with running. You got to get to bed. <laughs> you have to get to bed. You cannot be going to bed at 11 p.m. and thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I'll wake up like at 5 a.m. and go running tomorrow. Or maybe you know, I'll just magically be able to survive on five hours of sleep. It's not, again, self-care. Think about these things that you're, kind things that you're doing for your body. So set a bedtime for the purpose of self-care. Maybe that needs to be like track out. Like, cool, if I want to get eight hours of sleep, what does that look like? Am I really going to be able to function on six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep? map backwards like okay cool if this is the time that i have to leave for work and this is the time that i have to start getting ready in the morning you know what time what time do i uh need to finish my workout by how long do i want my workout to be and so map backwards cool if that's the time you're going to start workout and you need 8 hours of sleep what time are you going to get to bed so just kind of like be proactive about that like um, you're going to think about, okay, cool. If this is the time that I have to be done, you're going to reverse engineer so that you know. And then again, write it in your calendar. This is the time I go to bed. Set an alarm on your phone. This is the time that I go to the bed so that I can get up and I can run and move my body because this is self-care. I feel energized. I feel motivated. I feel so much better when I move my body in the morning. All right, the next number four, think about yourself. 10 years from now, or even you might, you can go backwards. Think like, have you been the same person the last 10 years? Have you been kind of in a miserable, miserable relationship with yourself? I know that that was something huge for me when I realized, 
like, oh shoot, my whole twenties, like when I was turning 30, my whole twenties has been this sob story, this victim story. I need to do something. I need to change something. So you can look backwards or you can look forwards and be like, cool, you know, 10 years from now, who is the person that I want to be? Okay. Now that's a person doesn't just like magically appear overnight. Sometimes we have these ideas or we have these values of who it is we want to be, but then we kind of don't think about, well, what are the daily actions or the habits to become that person? Right. And so we want to, again, break it down. Like if you want to be a person who is, you know, in a healthy relationship with their body, moves their body, doesn't punish their body, has a great relationship with food, has a great relationship with exercise, exercise is the norm. You got to start doing those things now. So that's a really great journal activity. It's like, get a pen out. Like, who do you want to be 10 years from now? Do you want to be in this struggle? If not, start doing those actions and those habits now. And that brings me to number five, and that is start small. Oh my goodness. Don't, um, <laughs> don't try to, if you've never been able to run a, a mile, maybe don't do like me and be like, cool, I'm going to run a marathon. Cause that really did kind of, I mean, it was cool and it was great, but it also messed a lot of things up for me. Start small, especially I know sometimes I'll talk to people that be like, I keep signing up for races and then I never train for them. And then I go to the race and I like do it. And then I'm so sore after the race, um, that I don't want to run any, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the training. So let's start small instead of like going big, start small. Okay. And again, think about that person you want to be in 10 years from now where exercise is just a part of your routine. It's a normal thing. You love it. You look forward to it. Start small. So maybe you won't be able to get in a 60-minute run before work. Maybe you won't be able to work out for 60 minutes, but maybe you could do a mile. Like if you're running, um, you might run like a 10-minute, 12-minute mile. If you're walking, you can run, walk. Um, you can walk a 20 minute mile. Um, so what if you, what if that was your goal? And thought of you even just the miles, but you were just like, cool, I'm going to, I'm going to move my body for 20 minutes in the morning before I start my work day. 20 minutes doesn't seem like a lot because we're thinking like, no, workouts should be 60 minutes. They should be 90 minutes, but like 20 minutes is a lot. And remember this too, even if you only did a mile, if you ran, walked a mile or you ran a mile or whatever a mile every single day of the year would be 365 miles. And I'm not suggesting that you always do that, but I mean, walking a mile every morning, that could be something really great for your body. And if you ran, if you only ran on Mondays, that was like your start small thing, that would be 52 miles a year. If you ran on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, you gave yourself a break in between, that's you know over 150 miles a year. So think small. How can you start to add in habits that you are able to be consistent with? Like they're not that hard. It's not a giant thing that you're trying to accomplish. It's really small. And then those habits build up. So a mile, a mile on a Monday doesn't feel like anything, but that's three miles a week times 52 weeks. Again, over 150 miles. Multiply that times 10 years. If you kept that habit up, that's a lot of miles. That is a lot of miles. So again, 10 years from now, who do you want to be? What are the small actions that you need to do now that are going to compound? And usually what happens is as we get consistent and we like start to enjoy it, um, we, we start to add more. So then we, we end up doing even more than just a mile a day, but yeah, start small instead of like going for maximums where you're not able to do it, start with minimums 
Start with minimums that you're able to be consistent with. And then the last thing, which I love to do, is really check in with your identity. Um, the, the, the things that you say about yourself. I love the quote. I think it's from Tony Robbins, but he says, we live the life that we believe we are. Shoot, I messed that quote up. But like, if you believe that you are a runner, you will practice running. If you believe that you are not a morning person, that's the life you will live. You will just be cranky in the morning all the time. Um, if you want to live the life of someone who has a healthy relationship with their body and does kind things through their body, then you will practice those habits. So really like check in with who is this person that you want to be? What are the things that you are saying to yourself now? So again, not just waiting 10 years from now that is just like magically going to appear, but like start saying those positive affirmations now. And that can feel really weird if you're like, Jacqueline, I've never, you know, I've never done, I've never run before. I don't, how do I do this? Like just writing them down or just like saying them to yourself. I know it sounds super weird, but it's something that I practice. I work with my clients on mirror work and just saying kind things to ourselves in the mirror. And sometimes... Uh, another really great practice is listing out all of the crappy things that you think about yourself or you think why this is hard for you, anything, and then kind of writing a positive affirmation that that's the opposite of that, that actually pushes you forward and gets you to where you want to be, right? And I think especially now is so important as it is getting warmer and it's a little bit easier to have these routines in place because it's sunny outside and we feel motivated. We're wearing less clothing than we are in the winter. We feel the sun. Like it feels good to be outside, you know, especially if you're run walking or you're just going for walks. Get these habits in place now when you are really happy so that when winter hits, and seasonal depression, and we're just like, oh my gosh, it's so crappy outside. We're still, we are that person who moves their body, that identity piece, right? So even when the winter is crappy, you're still someone who moves your body. It might not be outside, but you're still going to find a way for it to be a part of your life. So that's really helpful instead of like, again, it's kind of like with food, like going to extremes, keep it something that's small and consistent um, and just something that you can do now. Build those habits up so that when winter comes, you're still, you know, being kind to yourself, having that good relationship with food, with uh, running, with your body, um, and with, you know, just like your, your mind. Like it does so much. Movement does so much for your mental well-being. Um, the times that I feel really crappy, I'll be like, huh. Did I, did I exercise recently? Interesting. I haven't. Or did I drink any water today? Interesting. I haven't. Like this stuff is important. And, and I think that when we start to think about our body and not just as this thing that's like carrying us around, but like really start to think about like what things do, does my body need? If you think about a plant, like you give a plant sunlight and you give a plant water and it's like, okay, cool. That's what a a plant needs to grow. What it, what does your body need it to grow? So kind of shifting the mindset, shifting the language and shifting the habits. Again, small things. I don't think that you should wake up tomorrow morning and magically run for 60 minutes and then think that that habit is going to last for the rest of your life. Start small. Start really itty bitty small. So small. Um, I love in the book, in The Compound Effect, he says sometimes, um, no, 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 not sometimes, but 
the things that get us to being successful are the things that we do every day. And they're really, really small things. And they're so small that sometimes we don't even realize them or we don't even think that they're going to make that big of a difference. So we just don't do them. They're the things that are easy to do and also really, really easy to just not do. Like brushing your teeth. It's so easy to just be like, "Eh, I'm not going to brush my teeth today. Right. But that action compounded over 10 years and your teeth are going to be rotten. Um, brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth, you know, it takes three minutes a day. Take that action, compound it by 10 10 years, and your teeth are going to be in a much better place. So kind of thinking about that too. All right, guys, uh, short episode today. Definitely check the links in the show notes. I'd love to connect with you and find out how you're doing with your running this summer, if you're doing any fun races. Can't wait to hear from you. Take care. 